Good morning and welcome to another episode of Ramblin' Road Thoughts. Tuesday morning, sunshiny. Change. Change is, well, from a stoic perspective, change is just change. But to all of us mere mortals, change is exciting. Change is scary. Change is different, weird, fun, uh, sad. Change changes life. Yet we resist change. We, we fight back against change. We create our comfort zones around us. And especially the older we get, we create our comfort zones. We don't want to deal with change as much. But change is change. Change happens. No matter what we do, change happens. And change has no... has no connotation. No, change is not a person. Change is not an emotion. Change is is just actions that affect us. Or internal decisions that we make. And the strongest thing you can do is embrace change, whether it's the change we want or not. Change is growth, even when we don't realize it. Change is is growth if we choose to grow from it. And sometimes that's growth in areas that we did not plan on. Nobody plans on the change of losing a loved one. When they're gone, that change, depending on how close they were to us, that change has a different level of impact. And most people will go through the various stages of grief until they come to the final stage of acceptance. Nobody wants to deal with grief. Nobody wants to deal with negative change to them at all. One of the people uh, referred to in Stoic writings, not the ancients, but modern day, is an example of Stoicism is, is Nelson Mandela and all the years that he spent in South African prison. That was a negative change for him. That was a, had a negative impact, but he came out the other side stronger. He accepted what was going on, and he chose not to give them control over his mind. He chose not to, to subdue to them with the only thing he had, which was his mind. He would go through the motions, became out a stronger man. Back to grief. So when we lose a, a loved one, We don't want to go through that. 
Who wants to willingly go through grief, sadness, that new sense of loneliness? Nobody wants to go through that. But were we a person that never really had to experience it? Were we the kid that, you know, we didn't go to the funerals, our parents kind of sheltered us from it, or we just weren't around enough people that, or family, or didn't have a big enough family where death just wasn't a thing? I might have mentioned before, I don't know if I've ever really grieved through the loss of my grandmother a couple years ago. I didn't go through the various stages of sadness and loneliness and yeah every once in a blue moon something might touch me in terms of yeah she's gone but I kind of just accelerated right through the stage of accept to the stage of acceptance right or wrong I don't know maybe I was using it as a way to shelter me to protect myself I don't know from that sad stage of sadness kind of have some thoughts that maybe I wish I would have gone through the sadness. It'd give me more empathy. Man, it's getting warm in here. Give more empathy to uh, those that go through it. Just because I still am kind of disassociative, maybe. But we go through that sadness, it makes us more empathetic towards other people. It makes us understand people in their situations. It tempers our judgment about people that are going through experiences that we've gone through ourselves, been in their shoes, so to speak. Isn't that the saying? Change, change is life. What we do with that change determines whether we've grown from it or we've squandered it. We all ignore change sometimes. And change can mean a complete reversal of who we are. How many times have you seen that? Maybe personally not that much, but on TV it's a common story or stories it's a common thing, right? Somebody that was one way and all of a sudden they're they're now they were the corporate capitalist and now they're the hippy dippy. And depending on who it is, initial reaction is we kind of look down at those people, right? Oh man, they caved, they gave in. Other people look at it as, oh, they become enlightening. It depends on how it fits into our current state in life. And, and see, that's the thing. Where you are right now is where you are right now. Where you could be in two weeks, two months, two years, 20 years, could be t- completely different. 
you could be a completely different person. And what's wrong with that? Do you want to be the same person for 80 years? 60 years? 50 years? Does that get boring? Does it get boring when we stay inside our own little cocoon of comfort? It can. But for some of us, it's security. It's, it's warmth. It's, it's safety. We never venture out. Change is change. The hardest thing to do is to walk into change with an open and clear mind. Freeing ourselves of the biases that have led us, that have developed to where we are right at this moment when change happens. To push those to the side and be a completely open book to change is a hard thing. Ego has a hard time letting it go those biases and and patterns of behavior and beliefs. Especially when change brings back situations and people that you had previously in your life but had left. You've grown beyond since those people have left. And maybe now they're back, whether it's in your personal life or in the professional life. How are you going to walk into that? It's natural to think, oh, well, things are just going to go right back to normal like they were because that person is back. They'll go back that way if you, if you choose to have them go back that way. But has that person also not grown since they've left? Have they also not evolved, not changed? We don't see people from our past in the newness that they've developed unless it's so stark, starkly different. We see them as we knew them. It's funny to think about my in-laws, my wife's parents, And I just, you know, one of them had a birthday recently and I still just can't picture them that age. Even though I see them on a regular basis. Because to me, I see them as when I first met them. Always will. At least I think I always will. Who knows, I might change. But we live in the past. It's what we're familiar with. Even the, the embarrassing things. It's what we're familiar with. But the hardest thing to do is to go in with an open mind to change. Let go of everything. Let go of the ego. Let go of the prejudices, the biases. And I mean those in a uh, strictly clinical, logical state. Let go of, the, of those uh, Preconceived notions, that's the term I was looking for. Preconceived notions. And just be open. Even with people that haven't changed. 
people that do want to slip right back into old routines. But what you're doing is you're giving power over to them. If you've changed, if you've evolved, embrace that. And they'll look at you sometimes like, what the heck? And that's on them, that's not on you. You are who you are. You don't have to let go of who you are with change. But you don't always have to just automatically judge them either. Sometimes give change time. Give it time to just breathe, to ruminate. But here's the thing. Change is going to happen whether you like it or not. It just is. Today is different than yesterday. And in the multiverse of madness, every alternate Earth is different on the same day. (laughs) Okay. That's a weird tangent. Anyway, uh, it's going to happen whether you like it or not. A new day is going to come. And sometimes we need change to just be there for a while for us to accept it. We're having a hard time adjusting. And that's okay, too. We're all individuals. We're all at our own different states of life. Even twins, born on the same day. As they grow older, they have more and more different experiences because they're in different bodies, looking through a different set of eyes. Change is going to happen. Try to walk into it open-minded. Try to let go of the past and just look at it with a clear head. Drop on your experiences. Drop on your knowledge, your skill sets. And then accept the change and adjust accordingly. All right. I think that's a good point to jump off here. If you'd like to point, counterpoint, argue, debate, cuss, you know how to get a hold of me through social media at Instagram and Twitter at RamblingGenXer, via the email at RamblingGenXer.com, gmail.com. Or you can literally shout at me through the anchor.fm website or... uh, website or app so all right get out there (coughs) excuse me today is the first day of the rest of your life get out there make yourself a better person so that you can be a better person tomorrow and the day after that and you can be a better person for those around you And be well.